We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I wanted to start, though, with, with something that I've seen come up a lot when we've discussed Chris Jones and what a deal looks like and what are you as a fan right now as it sits in 2024 going to be okay with in 2025 and 2026 because that that does matter based off of if you're telling me you want Chris Jones here long term and I don't know who really doesn't what are you willing to accept as potential performance down the road if he is making the kind of money it is likely to take and the the example that we get asked a lot about and that's why I wanted to start the show with it on the text line is Aaron Donald we know over the last couple of years, it has always been, hey, Chris Jones thinks he should get Aaron Donald money. He thinks his play has been at the Aaron Donald level. And at least for one full season, it was. You'll hear from Mitchell Schwartz, who was on with Carrington yesterday, talk about whether or not he thinks Jones is worth a Chris Jones deal. But here are where the comparisons and similarities lie. So Aaron Donald, we all know, after the Rams' Super Bowl win against Drew's Cincinnati Bengals. Sorry, buddy. We know he That's got okay. he we know he got an extension. Three years, ninety-five million dollars. That happened when he was thirty-one years old. The difference here on Chris Jones, we know he won't be thirty until the start of the season. So he'll be a year younger when he's trying to get a similar type of type of deal. Aaron Donald at this point is in the final year of the, the extension. There's there's dead dead years at the end of it, right? Where even though the void years, I should say. So when he's 34, $16 million uh, on a cap hit. And then when he's 35, it's a void year uh, of $8 million when he'll be 35 years old. And I'm guessing this could be the final year for, for Aaron Donald in the NFL. But are you okay with when he's 33 years old, making $33 million, $34 million based on production? And I think a lot of you would do the trade-off here. So we know what Chris Jones has been. This particular season, he ends up with 10.5 sacks. The prior season, 15.5. We know Kansas City was not willing to meet his price this past offseason. Now he's coming off the season in which he helped to win a Super Bowl. Didn't have as many sacks. Still was dominant at times, to say the least. Played in a few less games, or a le- one less game, I should say, with week one. But he's a year older. So if I told you that next year, on a brand new deal that is going to average out to be close to $30 million, a number, by the way, the Chiefs weren't willing to go to a year ago. And next year, when he's only 30, he has another double-digit sack season, but the next two years. So when he's 31 and 32, what if I told you they were the same as Aaron Donald, production-wise? Because the last two years of Aaron Donald, when he was 31, he only played in 11 games, five sacks. Last year, when he's 32, Played in 16 games, had eight sacks. I think that is the conversation you have to have, obviously, internally as an organization, but also as a fan. Are you good with Chris Jones in two years making like $32 million, but maybe as an eight-sack guy? I, I feel like the the fact that Brett Veach has proven himself to be a very good drafter 
uh, particularly on, on the defensive side, I think it w- would ease your mind a little bit with even though even if his production was single digit sacks for one of, if not both of the last two, two years on the deal, I think that's reasonable for people to take because they know while his production level may be a little bit lower, you know that you can draft a guy that could be his eventual replacement that he can come in and groom. And it's not going to be that bad of a transition period, I guess, in terms of him getting more PT, the rookie, and then Chris Jones finishing out his, his contract. I think that gives you a little bit more ease as opposed to if you we're go, saying you were going all in and you needed to have him get double digit sacks the final year of the contract. And you, you just know he's not going to be able to do it because father time catches up to him or whatever the case may, may be. Nine one three five eight six seven six ten. I, I, my assumption is that most fans, if I gave them the trade off of, Hey, Chris Jones is locked up for three more years. That means he's here next season. And there's this uh, path where maybe his cap hit isn't much like you were alluding to drew Next year, it gives you the opportunity to even franchise tag Legereus Sneed still for one more year. And so basically, I'm giving you one more season of Chris Jones and Sneed together. I think most people would sign up for that, even if it means the two years after when he's 32, 33, that perhaps whether it's injury or just performance, he's no longer the guy that you're paying to be $33 million a year. Like That's the, that's the yeah. hang up for me. Like, I want Chris Jones back. This team doesn't win the Super Bowl this past year if it wasn't for Chris Jones. I mean, he was part of the reason why this defense, of course, was as good as it was. And I think it's hard to argue that Chris Jones is not more valuable than Legereus Sneed is to this defense. And that's not a shot at Legereus. He was incredible this season, but just positional value. Mm-hmm. And the Chiefs have shown they've actually had a lot of success developing at the cornerback position. And so I, I feel... That's the balance, and you have to be okay with that. If you're if you're a Chiefs fan right now, and say you're you you got to find a way to bring him back, then in two years, you 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 only wait, you almost have to be good then with the possibility, not a guarantee, but the possibility that he is suddenly like a seven or eight sack guy. Again, I gave you the numbers what Aaron Donald has been since the contract extension. Chris is a year younger, but uh, at the time of signing it, if they get if it gets signed, but five sacks and eight sacks and only played eleven games one of those years. It- and it's easy to say, well, if they want to, you know, if if they three-peat, then it's totally worth the money. I think that there's, if for I guess for lack of a better phrase, if they signed him to this three-year deal, not, not that you're going all in, but you're wanting to get, you, you need to get a Super Bowl out of those three years that Chris Jones is there. I think otherwise you could say, well, the contract wasn't necessarily well, well spent because it didn't, you know, the trade-off wasn't a ring. I guess you could say the same thing with Aaron Donald, where he wins the Super Bowl, gets the deal, and the Rams, if he, if they don't win it this year, they won't have won one in his yeah, contract like, here. But I feel like there's the having the trade-off is good, but I think you need to having the payoff of a Super Bowl obviously ends the question of whether or not it was a good signing or not. Because if you get the touch, if you get the Super Bowl, then it paid off. Yeah, I'm not even looking at Aaron Donald and, and how it's turned out the last few years that, oh, they haven't won a ring since. We all know that the Rams sold out and and yeah. won the ring, and they always knew they were going to have major cap issues. The Chiefs, fortunately, are not in that spot. Uh, 
even at the time of a potential signing. Like they are, the Rams already knew when they were talking to Aaron Donald about the extension that they were they had already prior to that even discussion occurring, they had already mortgaged their future to win that one ring, and they won it. The Chiefs potentially could have been impacted in three years by what could be viewed as a bad deal, but this upcoming season they're actually in pretty decent shape in the cap spot. They're not anywhere near where the Rams were at, and they're just a better team than what the Rams were roster wise after winning their Super Bowl against Cincinnati. Go ahead. Which is why, to your point of tagging Legereus Sneed, why why not do it for for this one year? You know you're going to lose Sneed after this upcoming season, but 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 you tag him. You you keep everybody around who has basically been around that you can. You make sure that the defense is as good as it was, as good as it could be compared to last year going into the season. The offense obviously is going to upgrade itself. I think that also is the other thing too, that even if if you re-sign Chris Jones and the the amount of impact that he has goes down a little bit. You know that an offense that had nobody other than Rasheed Rice and Kelsey as a receiving core is going to get upgraded. So while his production may dissipate a little bit, you know that the offense is going to hopefully pick back up where they were and what we're used to seeing from the past couple of years with, you know, the output of production at the wide receiver position. Former Chiefs offensive lineman Mitchell Schwartz, he talked with CDOT yesterday on the drive and Carrington asked him, is Chris Jones worth this Aaron Donald type of deal. Is Aaron Donald the true top of the market? And then does he want inflation increases on top of that? Because two years ago was his best season. That was his first season when you kind of dive into like the stats and the advanced stuff that he played more similar to an Aaron Donald level. Um, you know, Chris plays a lot. He's on the field a lot. So some of the stats look really good in terms of the, the total volume of it. But when you look at kind of a snap by snap basis and the impact, um, he's had a lot of really good seasons where he's the second best guy in the league or, or in that top five. He's really only had that one season where he was truly at Donald's level in terms of some of the advanced data. So that's probably the Chiefs' perspective, saying you've only done this once. We're not going to like pay you when Aaron Donald did this eight straight years in a row. Um, so it's interesting. You don't really know what's going on unless you're in those rooms, and we're not in that room. So that's Mitchell Schwartz yesterday on the drive. I, I, I still think the, the one hurdle that's tough for me to get over is just what has changed in the Chiefs' mind that would prompt them to now give him the deal they weren't willing to give him a year ago. And you may just say simply, uh, duh, man, they're they're going for a three-peat. That, that's what's changed. Maybe yeah. so. I don't know if you can operate that way when this front office has done such a good job of having this, you know, broader approach to to extending this window out. Because a year ago they weren't willing to give him the Aaron Donald type of deal. They they weren't willing to do that. Now he's a year older, and not that he look he was still phenomenal this season, but he had less sacks. Like what? Why would you now be willing to get to that dollar amount? And if you're Chris Jones, I don't doubt that he wants to be in Kansas City, but. Are you now so close to tasting the open market? Like, if you don't get tagged by, what is it, March 5th? If you don't get tagged there, you get, quote-unquote, freedom, right? Like, you, you get the open market. Yeah. You get to really get the maybe the deal. Somebody will give you the money you're, you're actually looking for and you were looking for a year ago. So that's what's tricky, I think, about, like, my mind to get to where I think the Chiefs actually are going to get this thing done. But it sounds like in reading text, a lot of people also are factoring in, hey, it's not just that even in two years, if you think Chris Jones dips to a seven and a half, eight sack guy, but what is the impact it has on, as you were alluding to, Drew, Karloftis, and for that matter, Felix and Yudike Uzama, who's a complete wild card right now. Mm-hmm. We just we just don't know what he's going to be. 
Um, I don't think it's fair to to say for sure that he's not going to be productive or he is going to be productive. This is going to be a massive season, obviously, for Felix and UDK Uzama. But are you confident that if Chris Jones is not part of the picture on the defensive line, that Karloftis can go from being what, a 10-and-a-half sack guy? Does he have the next step, the next gear to be a 12-plus sack guy and, and, and be that productive without Chris Jones? Remember, Charles Amenehue going to miss a chunk of next year if they choose to not cut him. Mm. So I, I want Chris Jones back, but I, I just struggle to find why the Chiefs now would be willing to do something they weren't willing to do a year ago. Yeah, and to to that point, I guess, and that reason, if ultimately it comes back to you know age and when, how old he would be when it ends up, and, and he's been great, but they're, they're, if they do move on, not to say that this would actually happen, but the second guy in terms of a free agent D tackle is Justin Matabuke from Baltimore projected contract wise. He's projected to have 7 million less a year for a four year deal. He's also 26. Chris Jones is 29. Not to say that there's there, there's not a lack of options outside of Chris Jones, which I think allows the chiefs to really think about it a little bit more and not just like if, if they're, if the market was bad and this upcoming draft is, is okay at that defensive tackle position, maybe you're more inclined to, pay that money in and just deal with it as it comes. But the fact that the market, I think, is a little bit stronger from a free agent perspective, and I I think it allows the Chiefs to really weigh their options and think to themselves, if we move on from from Chris Jones, maybe we can get a guy who's not as good, but is still a very good defensive tackle who can create pressure, get sacks, that isn't going to cost as much, and we still have a solid defense around whoever that may be. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.